0: Hey everyone, and welcome to Screams After Midnight. I am Peter, that is Tim, and we talk about horror movies on this show. Sometimes from the past, sometimes from the present. Never from the future. Never from the future. Unless the technology happens, Tim, and we can do that, then by all means I will. I will happily do movies from the future. Uh, Alright, alright, (laughs) alright. But I won't skip movies in a franchise, though. I'm, I'm not skipping to, like... Halloween 22 before I've seen 21. That's oh. not happening.
1: You're you're not a dirty, filthy skipper.
0: Exactly. Exactly, Tim.
1: Mm. Mm-hmm.
0: So we talk about horror movies, and <laughs> uh, if you've watched the last two videos, and you might not this might be the first video you've ever seen of us. If so, I apologise. This is probably going to be a train wreck. But if this is the first one... We recorded three movies in a row... Because we we'd had some technical issues last week... So we had to catch up... We had two to record anyway... So we've done three in a row... This is the third one of the night... It's a movie that neither of us are particularly fond of... So if we we get a little bit giggly... If we get a little bit weird... (laughs) It's also late... So Mm -hmm. you have been warned... (laughs) So what are we doing? Well see... If you pay attention to the channel, you've looked at some of the other stuff we've been doing recently. We recently did Texas Chainsaw One and Two, and we did the first Chucky movie, Child's Play. Fun! What great franchises! We did those because they've both got new movies coming out in October, so we wanted to make sure we'd done all the previous movies in the franchises on the run up to the new one coming out in October.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: So over the next few months, we'll do Texas Chainsaw Three through you know the remakes and then the new newer movies uh, from 2013. You know we'll do all the Child's Play and Chucky movies. Uh, on the run up to the new one coming out but there's one other franchise movie Tim coming out in October oh, that we the also have to work our way through the entire series for it do releasing we to- October- <laughs> yes we do we <laughs> take the good and the bad on this show uh, on 1.21 gigawatts we have the luxury of saying you know what none of us want to see Transformers the last night none of us are going to see it we're not going to review it but streams it. after midnight
1: how do I get that
0: gig <laughs> With Streams After Midnight, <laughs> we made a choice, we made an oath at the start of this show to review movies, mm. even ones that looked like garbage, because when you're, when you're sticking to just the horror genre, you have to take the bad mm. with the good. Yeah. and as if we result- go a
1: little bit behind the scenes, we did take a blood oath, we basically made, made little cuts in our butts, and we pressed our butts together, and, uh, or at least I did, Uh <laughs>
0: That sounds like a, that sounds like those two oaths going on there. One blood, one something
1: else. <laughs> I took a butt oath.
0: <laughs> so I don't know why I'm drawing this reveal out so much. Because if you clicked in the video, it's in, it's in the title. You know what movie we're going to talk about. Yeah. So we are going to work our way through the Saw franchise over the next few months, uh, spread out as much as we can, because uh, we're not spread out like a nice
1: piece of toast. <laughs>
0: That wasn't even in the last review. That, that's, a reference, <laughs> that's a reference to the first movie we did tonight. Jesus Christ. Huh? You
1: know, it's not a reference. It's an Easter egg. People that have watched every video will appreciate it.
0: Oh, my God. He's setting up jokes in one video and then paying them <laughs> off like three later. It pays to be a regular viewer of the channel. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> Tim's doing these weird setups. The are <laughs> glorious. So we're going to work our way through the Saw franchise. This, of course, is going to be the first Saw movie which we've mm-hmm. seen before. For the record, I have seen the first six before. I've never seen the seventh. Obviously, the eighth one's coming out this October. It's called Jigsaw, so it's kind of a semi-reboot, I think. I'm not sure. But Jigsaw's coming out in October, so we're doing Saw 1 through 7 until then. Jesus Christ. Again, spread out. Saw 2 is not next. We'll be, you know, kind of like Texas Chainsaw and Chucky, we'll be sort of interlinking them and doing other things in between and keeping it varied, but
1: Keeping our sanity
0: <laughs> sane. But uh so I'm just gonna give you a spoiler warning just now. I feel like there's no point in doing a spoiler free section of Saw. Yeah. So Phil Spoilers, Saw came out in two thousand four, directed by James Wan of all people, which is, do you know what really it really impresses me how far he's come? Yeah. Because I love Insidious, I love Conjuring.
1: They are great yeah, movies. And- and not not even just that they're great movies, but I like the direction in them mm. as well, which is crazy because I hate the direction in this.
0: Uh, this, oh, this is not his worst movie. His worst movie was the puppet movie called uh, Death Sense. Dead, what call dead it? Silence. Dead, was it Dead Silence? Uh, yeah. That movie was absolute. And I watched that after I yeah. saw Insidious and Conjuring, which we've done before, by the way. All the Insidious and Conjuring's we've reviewed on streams. I'll make sure there's a link to some of them somewhere yeah. in the corner uh, but like we like those movies a lot yeah. and I went and it was after Insidious and Conjuring we went, oh I want to go back, what else has he done other than Saw which mm-hmm. I knew he'd done Saw and I was like oh dead dead silence yeah. I want to watch this, It's on. it was on Netflix at the time I thought I'm going to watch it mm-hmm. and I hated <laughs> it with a fiery passion uh, so mm-hmm. that's worse than this I don't think Saw is terrible, I want us to make that clear if, you, if you're a fan of Saw and you're pissed at that is already for being kind of dismissive, I don't hate Saw. I think there's some good ideas in Saw.
1: I'll go with that. I'll say I yeah. I I would say that I do hate it, but <laughs> there are like the there is stuff that I do like and I think would have been interesting, uh, maybe if it's handled a little differently.
0: So what Saw about? It? You know, once upon a time this was. It got really convoluted later, but I'm going to have so much <laughs> fun trying to describe what Saw Four's about when we get to Jesus.
1: It. Yeah.
0: But. Saw so one, two characters, Ed, Lee Whannell, who happens to... I think he's the writer as well, if I remember correctly. It's been a while. Yeah, he is. He wrote the movie Along with James Mann. He plays a character called Adam, who wakes up in a bathtub in this weird, sort of, run-down public toilet. And <laughs> then Dr. Lawrence Gordon wakes up in the opposite corner. They're both chained to pipes and opposite ends. And they have no idea how they got there. They woke up, and there's like a tape recorder with some clues from... Jigsaw, who's the sort of the, the serial mm-hmm. mastermind killer Riddler type guy who sets all this stuff up, and they they're given a task, and Lawrence's task is to kill Adam before it hits six o'clock, and that's kind of the main gist of the plot. Mm-hmm. Um, I th- this movie on a s- simple idea level mm-hmm. really appeals to me. You know I well, love bottle movies, Tim. You know I love bottle oh, movies, yeah. and the thought of well, two characters waking up in a room. Mm-hmm. And the entire movie's them trying to figure out how to get out, why they're there, what led to this. That sounds perfect to me. Here, here's, well, you, mm-hmm. here's here's what trips up. I've got I've got I've got a couple of points that I'm going to deal okay, with this. Mm-hmm. First of all, both of these actors are absolutely dreadful. Yes, 100%. the acting the acting is god awful. I have no idea how this happened.
1: You know what they really remind me of, like it. Like, I thought something seemed fishy about him when I was was rewatching it today, and then maybe after, like, 10, 15 minutes, it dawned on me, these guys just sound like they're NPCs in a video game. Like... Hmm, interesting. Because there's just stuff like, you know, he's trying to reach uh, the tape recorder, and then you just hear from the other side of the room, try using your shirt. You know, it's like if you're playing... It's funny
0: you bring that up. See, later on in the movie, when they turn the lights out, and Adam's saying stuff while the lights are out. Yeah. Because it's dark, they think they can get away with the the dialogue not matching his m- mouth, but you can clearly see he is saying something completely different. <laughs> it is, God, it, oh my, oh. It was really pissing me off. Uh, mm-hmm. The other big it, thing that breaks this movie, oh, sorry, do you, do you want to make fun of the acting some more? By all means, go uh, ahead. Otherwise, well, I told you I was, back. Well,
1: yeah, I mean, the acting's bad. It was also, like, super exposition-y. Like oh, there's sure, a lot, yeah. like there's a lot of stuff. Like he's looking at the tape, and you know there's a big close-up on the tape, and it says "play me." And the guys, like it says "play me." It's like, yeah, we got it. <laughs> like, you, like yeah. I feel like everything they did, they had to describe.
0: I, I think they kind of justified that in plot just because they have to say what it is to the person across the room because he can't see yeah. that across the. Across uh, this big bathroom. So. It, it really irked me. <laughs> I, I get what's justifying it. I agree it's annoying, but I at least understand why they think the characters need to do that. Uh, I think both the acting from them is, is awful. Which is the weird thing about that as well is that the movie's otherwise filled with pretty good actors. Danny Glover's oh, yeah. in this, Ken Lung's yeah. in this, uh, 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 Dinah Meyer's in this. Um, the dude even, that plays Ben from last, yeah, Michael Emerson, who actually isn't <laughs> that good in this, but I know he can be great. He is fantastic oh, sure. with the right direction. Was uh, again, mm-hmm. makes it, it was like James Wan had he not just not learned how to direct actors yet? Is that why this is so weird and stilted? Maybe. Uh, <laughs> Shawnee Smith's okay. Uh, she's she only got one scene in this really, but uh, like she, she's the she's uh, the, she, the wife. No, she's the uh, the girl who's, who's who lived. Oh, okay. From Becker, girl from Becker. Gotcha. <laughs> uh, Man, I've mentioned Becker twice tonight. That's so weird. Mm. I've not seen that show in years, but that's the second actor tonight who was on it at some point, and I've I've brought it up. Uh, but anyway, yeah,
1: Becker on the brain. Apparently, apparently Ted
0: Danson is just in there. Like, <laughs> who, who who can blame you? Ted Danson. He's he's dreamy. He's a dreamy man. Yeah. Um. But yeah, so that that's a big problem. Is the acting typically, especially yeah. from those two specifically? Like, if the rest of them were bad, it wouldn't really matter that much. But those two are bad. And it's just them carrying the movie in this one room with the direction, and the direction's annoying. There's a lot of erratic quick cuts to things, and I hate when it starts going frantic. Mm-hmm. See, see, when we see like Amanda's story, that's the Shawnee Smith character, yeah, and, and she's in the headlock thing, and she starts moving her head, and it's like frantically spinning around and I, doing all these things. I hate it. I hate it with a passion.
1: I don't know if this movie started that trend, but I hate any time like that's in a horror movie. It drives me bananas. I just think it like looks so dumb. It feels like a shitty, like you know, rock music video, which just made me sound like really old.
0: Well, <laughs> but... that's the thing. I remember at the time people calling it in reviews uh, MTV editing. Yeah, that, that's what it feels like. Uh, yeah. And it's hard to uh, disagree with that. And the other thing I hate about it is I hate how it looks just from a color palette. It's got this mm. weird bluey greeny tint thing going on the yeah. entire time. It makes it feel really cheap in a way that it shouldn't. And that bugs me. And that was a trend. I don't know if that started the trend, but that was a big trend for horror movies hmm. in the 2000s. A dead Sentence or Dead Silence, whatever it was called. <laughs> that had it yeah. as well. I remember watching that and going, why is this so blue? It's so annoying. It looks tacky. Uh, hmm. So that bugged me. Right, the other big reason why I think this movie fails, from from what I like about the idea, like the two guys wake hmm. up in a room and they're trying to figure things out. It's like, it's kind of like an escape room. You know what an escape room is?
1: Oh, yeah, yeah.
0: Yeah, it's like, it's like a movie version of that. And that sounds like great to me. Yeah, do that. Yeah. It fails to me because over half the movie, maybe even more than that, is flashbacks explaining what's going on. (laughs) Like, if you're going to give me a movie where characters wake up in a room and try and figure things out, I want at least 80% of that to be in that room with those Mm -hmm. people and be inventive, make it interesting. Uh, Like Cube. Like Cube is a bunch of characters who wake up in a a very plain room and there's other rooms but they're all the same and they have Mm -hmm. to try and figure out why they're there and how to get out. And it's just that there's not none of this outside bullshit. Uh, all all of this, oh that's flashback to the detective Danny Glover looking for the jigsaw killer, and flashback to <sighs> these other cases. And then I swear, if I if I saw that shot of uh, Doctor Lawrence Gordon walking into the car park one more time, <laughs> I was going to flip a table. <laughs> Oh, my God. Because we saw it like five times. It was insane. Because yeah. they kept repeating certain flashbacks from different angles. Oh, because Adam was there. He was spying on him. He's a photographer. and he's, uh, Dr. Gordon was almost cheating on his wife. But then he didn't cheat on his wife. So he's actually sympathetic. And I'm like,
1: oh, you, know my I, God. you know what I think it suffers from is that I feel like it's trying to be... Like it's trying too hard to be smart. Like, it's 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 trying too hard to be like, oh, see how this all connects? And, oh, hey, I bet you didn't think this. And, oh, this really is turning out to be this. And it's like, yeah, it would have been a lot more entertaining if maybe we didn't have all this convoluted, you know, backstory. And, yeah, like you said, instead, if it was just literally just these two guys trapped in a room with all these different puzzles and messed up stuff that they have to do, that could be really compelling. Yeah.
0: But... It also... Yeah. It also, so all the things to discover in the room though don't feel very organic. It feels very forced, mm. in, in a weird way. And it, I don't like some of it doesn't even make sense. Like at one point, like they turn out the light and they see glow in the dark paint with an X that says "Oh, X marks the spot." And mm. he, he smashes in the tiles, and there's something like behind the tiles. It ends up being like a box with a phone in it. Yeah, and I'm like. How how did they put that in there with like, and have the tiles... That, it's, it's the same run-down, shitty-looking tiles that the rest of the, the wall has. How did they get that in there w- without putting new tiles on afterwards?
1: Like, yeah, it, it's one of those things where it's like... Did, did Jigsaw really go through like this much trouble? It, fe- like,
0: it feels too much for one man to possibly set up. And yeah. that's just in this movie. Wait until you find out what he had planned like past his death for like another four movies God.
1: and that i really hate his stupid uh, i don't know what you'd say i guess his agenda or whatever basically he's trying to do yeah. you know because he's a dude that's dying and he you know feels like other people don't appreciate life so you know but it's like this is your way <laughs> of getting people to appreciate Here, life by here's my problem with that right he said,
0: okay, so everyone he's targeting is somewhat guilty and needs mm-hmm. like a comeuppance of some sort. There were some characters that never actually explained what their comeuppance was for. Like, mm-hmm. uh, like Ben from Lost, Michael Emerson's character, Zep. Mm-hmm. Like, he's just a janitor at the hospital. I don't think they ever actually yeah. say why he's been forced to do all this for him. Like, he's poisoned no. him, he's forcing him to do all this stuff. to, uh, And he's the red herring. We think it's made it look like he's the killer even though it's quite clear because the killer has a completely different voice. Um... Mm-hmm. <laughs> Which way, that's one thing I do like it at the movie. Actually, if I'm going to give it a positive, I think Tobin Bell has a really good horror voice. Oh yeah, yeah. Mister Gordon, we're going to play a game tonight. <laughs> we'll find out if we live or who dies.
1: That's a really begin. good. <laughs> that's a really good impression.
0: Do, you want me to do the whole all the reviews like next? We'll talk about the
1: music. We <laughs> saw Tim. Uh, yeah. Do you want to play a game? Eh, not particularly. <laughs> <laughs> I'll stop that. That's going to kill my voice. But
0: I can tell you. Um,
1: but no, like uh, another problem with that is, all right. So yeah, everyone is somewhat guilty. Uh, but then, like, part of the punishment is that he's going to kill, you know, Lawrence's wife and kids. Like, like who are innocent?
0: All... Who are completely yeah. innocent? <laughs> yeah,
1: it's like what? What did they do? Why? Why are they in? Um, in this? I, I, I get you, Tim. I, I absolutely get you.
0: And here's the other thing, right? So, Danny Glover's character, the detective Detective Tap, like I care what his name is really. He's Danny Glover. Uh, he, he's convinced he, they have they have Doctor Lawrence Gordon as a suspect, and that's why Doctor Lawrence Gordon at one point says, "Oh, I know who's doing this." Uh, which, by the way, he takes too long to figure that to have that thought. Like that, that was another thing is they seem to like have forgotten things until they conveniently remember them when the movie wants them to remember. Like, hmm. oh. Uh, suddenly Adam remembers, oh I was taking photos of you, and he just remembers that before he <laughs> went back to his house, uh, Lawrence Gordon oh yeah I was under investigation for this guy it was a, and it, what really struck me is that the more flashbacks we saw of Lawrence Gordon and like all the stuff leading up to this, where he got obscene phone calls, he thought he was being watched in a car park, and in the, the parking lot and he thought all these things were happening I was like, how were you not expecting something to happen at this point like, there were so many weird things adding up in your life on the run-up to this moment, how are you even surprised you woke up kidnapped at this point? <laughs> but yeah, so so uh, Daniel Glover's character has him as a suspect at one point. And he has an alibi, he was with someone else and it all kind of sorts out uh, and that's fine. But for some reason, later on in the movie, we see Danny Glover and uh, Ken, Ken Long's character, his, his partner, track mm. down the building where he's hiding and they go in and there's a guy there who's dying and like they, they get jigsaw in their sights and he's got his hood up so you can't see him uh, but we can't see him as an audience because the camera's constantly behind his head but you get the feeling that at the very least Danny Glover sees enough of him to know it's definitely not Lawrence Gordon he doesn't have yeah. the same build, he doesn't have the same voice like, mm-hmm. you know, even if you're just seeing his chin, it's a completely different chin right, it's it's yeah. completely different he doesn't look anything <laughs> like him and yet for some reason, after this happens and Ken Long's character dies because there's a shotgun trap, Mm-hmm. Which the to be fair, the movie at that point does foreshadow the ending because you see Jigsaw stand up, kind of from the because he pretends to be dead for a second uh, yeah, yeah. when he gets in the trap, and then he gets back up, and it's mm-hmm. very reminiscent of the the ending uh, when he gets up. Mm-hmm. But but for some reason, Dan Glover is convinced that Lawrence Gordon is involved in the Jigsaw <laughs> killings for some reason. To the point where he he's the one who hired Adam, he's the one who's he's staking out uh Gordon's house and he's watching all this stuff and he ends up tracking them down and he you know, he ends up following uh Zepp, Michael Emerson's character, to the, the bathroom location and then dies in a kinda kind of anticlimactic scene.
1: Yeah. And now I forget um if there was a reason for this, but probably not, but go on when that scene where they're questioning, uh, you know, Lawrence, and then um, they have the girl that survived that mouth mouth trap. Mm-hmm. Um, I forget what the girl's name was. It Amanda. Yes, something? Amanda. Yeah. All right. So, wait, why did they bring Lawrence in to hear her story? Uh, well, like they didn't bring him in for that. They brought him to
0: question him. It was a continuation of the same scene where he was being questioned yeah. at the police station. And then they had her there as well, and they said, oh, "I'll let you hear this," because they wanted to see his reaction to see if he looked gilly. Mm-hmm. I, I think was the the thinking.
1: Okay, it, I don't know. It just seemed like weird, like <laughs> police I'll, procedure.
0: <laughs> I'll, I'll be. I'll, no, to be fair, they didn't bring him in for that. He was already there, and they decided okay. to like let let him hear it. No, so right. uh, I'll, 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 I don't why defend it, but I'll I'll, I'll stick up to. Uh, Dinah Meyer's mm-hmm. in it, and she's just kind of like another cop who. Doesn't have a whole lot to do in this movie. I think she's in one of the sequels, actually, as she continues on. I could be wrong. Let me yeah. have a quick, quick peek to the mid-2000s. <laughs> yeah, she's in they... Saw 2. Oh, she's in Saw 3 as well. <laughs> Jeez. Saw 4? My god,
1: she's she was a, a mainstay of the series. There's like a lot of weird <laughs> crap that seems unimportant in this movie that comes up in later ones.
0: Yes, well this is the thing, they, they they kept trying to retcon in things so that everything felt super connected and like we'll talk about that more when we get to the sequels, we can actually talk about the details. I can't remember any of them, it's been so long. No. Oh dear. Um. Yeah, I mean do we want to talk about the various traps we see from the other, like Jigsaw kills, if you want to call them that?
1: Sure. Because uh, as
0: they say, technically he's not a murderer because he makes the victims kill themselves, that's still murder. <laughs> yeah. That's no more. like if I went into a room and held a gun to someone's head and made them murder <laughs> someone else at yeah. gunpoint, I'm the one who's guilty of murder. Oh yeah, definitely. Or any other crime that I make them do whilst <laughs> hold them at gunpoint, so stupid. Uh so yeah, we had the head trap thing and she had to like dig a key out of her cousin or whatever the family member was. Who's still alive. Who was still alive. She didn't know he was still alive though and she just gets out in time. Uh, we had the guy who had like the safe combination was on the walls, but he was like... He had a candle, Co- and he was covered in flammable liquid, and he eventually just burns yeah. alive. Uh, mm-hmm. So that was fun. And then there was the fat guy in the barbed wire. Like, mm-hmm. yeah, okay. like, don't get me wrong. I, the idea, like, again, the general idea of this mm-hmm. killer who sets up all these traps and games
1: mm-hmm.
0: sounds kind of fun, but the actual way the movie's made and the way it's portrayed and the way it thinks it's really smart actually kind of ruins the whole thing
1: yeah and and the thing is like you don't really see you know much of these traps like i I guess they're interesting ideas, but then when they show them, it is like that m t v style like everything is really fast and shaky, yeah. and you know it's uh' it's, it's just annoying the way it's portrayed
0: yeah yeah it's uh, very erratic mm-hmm. so that brings us back i guess to the the two of them in the in the bathroom and they're, they're doing their things and they're, they're, they're planning things and obviously they get the saws early on and he realises that can't, can't, can't cut through the, the steel of the chains but it, it can mm-hmm. cut through the leg and eventually Gordon gets to the point where he thinks his family's in danger, he's hearing them struggle on the phone, that he yeah. goes for his leg. And to be fair the start of the cutting when you see it sort of cutting through the skin to begin with, that's a pretty good shot it's this, yeah. fine uh, and then that's that's kind of it, and I think the movie wants you to feel like they've bonded over this, like by the time we get to the end of the movie, because he comes, he crawls over to Gordon, <laughs> and he shot Zep and they think he's the killer, uh, until until Gordon leaves. But Gordon crawls out to get help because he's obviously he's cut himself out <laughs> mm-hmm, at yeah. this point, and uh, so the end of the movie. Uh, Adam goes into Zeb's pocket and there's a tape recorder and it's like oh plot <laughs> twist, it's uh, he's also one of the pawns and it's you know it's it's not actually him. Jigsaw is Jigsaw. And then yeah. and I'll give them credit. I think the final moment, the final shot of Jigsaw rising up into frame mm-hmm. from behind Adam is actually a pretty good moment. Yeah. I think that's a pretty cool little twist that he was in the room the entire time. Mm-hmm. And then I do like the idea of him saying game over and shutting the door. Mm-hmm. And, I, and if I'm going to compliment a bit of filmmaking here, I like the small touch that we hear him screaming still as the credits play for a little bit. Oh, yeah, yeah. I think that's a nice touch. Uh, yeah. But it's a short list of positives, honestly, at this point for me. Because <laughs> I, I was watching this. I don't like how it's filmed. I don't like how it looks or how it's shot. I hate the acting from the main two mm-hmm. guys. Uh, and I think it, it devalues its own premise by constantly cutting to flashbacks and all this exposition of how we got here. Uh, it, it it's super concerned with explaining everything when i think having some mystery would actually help it
1: yeah and i think my problem with the ending is like the whole jigsaw reveal i would have appreciated it more except for up to this point I was so annoyed by the movie because it really felt like it was up its own ass and it was trying so hard to be smart that it just felt like another smug thing to be like, oh, look how smart we are. I bet you didn't see that coming. Like He was oh, here yeah. the whole time.
0: Yeah, I, I, I like the shot. I like the way it's more or less handled. I actually kind of like the music that's playing. I, I like the uh, the mystery yeah. unraveling music mm-hmm. that plays at the end. Uh, mm-hmm. what, what doesn't help it, though, is the fact that Honestly, we didn't really get to see Jigsaw when he was lying. Because it cuts to a shot of him in the hospital bed. And it's like, oh, he's yeah. a, he's dying of cancer and uh, mm-hmm. all that. And I feel like if we'd actually had a scene with him earlier when he's in the hospital bed with maybe uh, Gordon talking to him and like actually having a moment where... Because where... I'm like, I don't remember. I vaguely remember a scene in the hospital room, but I don't really remember seeing him there.
1: So was this why he, uh, you know kidnap gordon because i I think he has a line at some point where he says like you know you're a doctor who's always giving people bad news like did he just kidnap him because he was his doctor and he was upset that he was the one that told him you know he only has so long to live
0: Uh, maybe that's part of it but i I think the main thing is that he thought he was cheating on his wife he doesn't appreciate life so much it was just the same same thing i don't know like the
1: it seems like maybe he's appreciating life a lot. He he's like, yeah, I want I want to to like have as like uh you know, be with as many people as possible. Uh, well, no, because he backs <laughs> down
0: from that, and we see at home mm-hmm. that it, it seems like he's ignoring his daughter. But then at the last second, he goes, no, 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 yeah, I'll come and to you in and tell you a story. Like yeah, it, it plays he's actually it, a pretty good guy. <laughs> for the most part, I mean, he he it, 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 it straddles the line. And I think the movie wants you to think, oh, is he a bad guy? Is he a good guy? And it, it kind of plays it back and forth. And then ultimately, it doesn't kill Adam when he has the chance. He tries to go for help. It, the movie tries to make you like him, ultimately. Well, what I think is really funny about how convoluted this all is, though, is the idea that so the detective, played with Danny Glover, pays Adam to follow Gordon to see what he's up to, thinking he might be Jigsaw. Mm-hmm. Jigsaw is monitoring both, or he's, he's monitoring... Gordon because he's that's well that's one of my next victims. And then he notices Adam and goes, "Oh, him too since he's a little voyeur perv guy." <laughs> and then he like I just I I like the thought process where he notices Adam and then goes, "Yeah, you too, you're also a victim."
1: <laughs> yeah, that was pretty
0: dumb. I, I, I don't know. It's I just it's su- it is super dated, I think. The way it's shot it feels so mid two thousands in every in the worst way possible. Um, it's just and, ugly. I hate it. And,
1: yeah, and and it, you know, I, I it didn't really start like the whole torture porn thing. And and to be fair, I don't. I, I think this one is a lot milder <laughs> than the sequels become. Oh yeah. Uh, but yeah, that's you know a type of horror genre that I just don't really like that much.
0: No, no, I think that's fair. and uh mm-hmm. I, I, I guess we're wrapping up. I don't have much more to say on the first saw at this point. I, I don't hate it. It's not as bad as the sequels, obviously. It, it has some genuinely good ideas. It's not aged well, though. I certainly i certainly liked it more when I saw it when I was, like, 15. Because, oh, it seemed okay. It seemed kind of cool. Blah, 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 blah. But as time has went on, it has not helped it. It's not been kind to it at all. Both in terms of the story, the acting... But also, just the way it's shot is super dating now. It feels like a relic of a time that we kind of, as movie going audiences, we kind of want to forget movies that look like this. Yeah. At
1: least I
0: do.
1: And I mean, like we mentioned earlier, too, there's a lot of stuff in here that I really don't like. And it's hard to say if this movie started it or, you know, if there are some of these trends that were kind of you know already being played up in other like movies of the time but there's just
0: if this didn't start the trends i think this popularized a lot of them for a yeah. while and i think that's mm-hmm. why there was a period of really crappy horror movies in the mid 2000s not that there wasn't good ones cuz there definitely was as well but yeah uh, certainly there was like a, a subsect of them that felt like they were all inspired by saw and saw 2 and saw mm-hmm. 3 and saw 4 <laughs> yeah so on. so I I, 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 I I guess we're done i guess we're done with saw i, I guess we're in
1: rating territory I would actually have probably have liked it more if he was an actual little puppet.
0: <laughs> also, I feel like with a name like Jigsaw, there was... Yeah. Along the fact that he carved out a little Jigsaw piece of like skin in his victims, yeah. I really wish the name played into the plot more. Like, why Jigsaw? What is he doing with... You know, I don't know. Uh, yeah. But anyway, Tim, what would you give <laughs> Saw out of 10?
1: Um I'll give it a 5.5. 5. I
0: think I, I think that's pretty fair.
1: Like the cuz I I really really don't like it, but like we said there was some interesting ideas. Uh it's probably the best out of the series. I I guess we'll see as we go through them, but um yeah, like I'll I'll give it like, you know, a little Extra point here, or there, just for being a little interesting. And I guess at the time it was kind of a new thing.
0: You never know. Maybe, maybe we'll f- find out that some of the sequels have actually aged better. And
1: maybe, maybe <laughs>
0: have, have more fun going for them. Uh, yeah. I'm going to go straight five, five out of ten for me.
1: Yeah,
0: half for every idea I like, it kind of does something really bad with it. And for every actor I like, does. Actor I don't like, and is really bad, and it's worse when two the two leads, the two people in the room that need to carry the movie, are terrible because they really are. Every every line of dialogue that comes out of their mouth sounds fake and forced. It's so weird. Uh,
1: I'll I'll tell you what though, it does. I, I do feel like James Wan is really impressive though. That you know, you got I, so I can't much really... better. <laughs> yeah like i can't really think of that many directors you know like usually if you like a director even if they have earlier stuff that's not as good you still appreciate it on some level um and i can't really think of other people that it's like oh i straight up hated you know their first couple of movies and absolutely love you know their last four movies or whatever
0: yeah i mean you you look at this and Dead, Dead Silence, they're, they're, they're terrible. That I mean yeah. that, oh, this isn't terrible. This is really mediocre. Dead Silence is terrible. And then mm. all of a sudden I mean some people would disagree with us on this, but I love Insidious. Uh oh, yeah, me too. And then Conjuring and, you know, then the sequels to those two. Uh and I a,
1: don't think I Insidious 2,
0: not as good as the first one. Conjuring 2, I think, is better than Conjuring 1, but, like, various degrees of quality. Good stuff, and I'm looking forward to what he does next. I'm looking forward to his next stuff. He's a director now who I care about, and I look for his next film. And, like, this
1: is... I honestly... Yeah, like, if I watched, you know, like, this back-to-back with Insidious or Conjuring, like, I, I probably wouldn't be able to tell it was the same guy.
0: No, I wouldn't either. Like, it... Like he has such a good style and a good sense of pacing in his newer films, yeah. it's it's an, it's surreal how much better he got. Uh, but whatever it is, I'm glad he got it out of his system. Yeah. Done, fine, right? Let's move on with our lives. Uh, so that's Saw. That's uh, that's Saw. So let us know what you think of Saw and the Saw franchise mm-hmm. in the comments below. Look forward to Saw Two in the very near future. Uh, like, subscribe, all that stuff. Get us on Twitter at mail underscore for channel updates. Uh, Get us on Patreon.com slash TV, if you want to see some bonuses you can get and all that kind of thing. Helps us up. The, technically, because we recorded this a little bit in advance, so the voting for the month of July for the, the August bonus will probably be up when you're watching this, but we'll announce in the next video what they are, but it'll already be up. So you can go to Patreon.com and check if you're in the $5 tier. You get to vote on the bonus movie for next month. Uh, but that is us. So, once again, thank you very much for watching. Keep watching Scary Movies